Hello. Today's episode is a special bonus episode where we will be wrapping up our discussion of Romans chapter 2. In this chapter, we studied 40 Greek words and 5 Hebrew words. I'd like to take a moment to remind my listeners that you can study these words along with me by following me on Instagram at mary underscore reads underscore scripture. Each week, I post the digital vocabulary words we study in that week's podcast episode. You can also find free downloadable PDFs of all the words we've studied so far in Romans chapter 1 and 2 on my website, maryreadscripture.com. Each vocabulary card lists the corresponding podcast episode so you can easily go back and review. Please like, share, and subscribe to this podcast on all major podcast streaming platforms, including YouTube. Now, let's begin today's bonus episode. If you will remember from Romans chapter 1, Paul speaks of the unrighteousness of men. Although they knew God, they did not glorify Him as God. It is an unrighteousness that swells out of a movement from man's idolatry through and to behaviors that are far from proximity to God. All are condemned. All are caught up in this movement, for all are inexcusable. Theo anapologitos e o anthrope. Therefore, inexcusable you exist, O man. O anthrope, you may not judge, because you exist with no justifiable defense. You are unable to make a case for yourself, because you judge others and do these same things. You are unrighteous, sexually immoral, wicked, covetous, malicious, envious. You are a murderer, an instigator of strife, deceitful, evil-minded, You are a whisperer, backbiter, hater of God, violent, proud, boastful, an inventor of evil things, disobedient to your parents. You are undiscerning, untrustworthy, unloving, unforgiving, and unmerciful. Not only do you do these things, but you regularly practice them. And when you practice them, O Anthrope, you do not function in a useful, profitable, or good way. You are not Christos. And you are certainly not Christos. Don't you know that it is the goodness, Christone of God, that leads you to repentance? Do you suspect that you will escape the judgment of God, O Anthrope? You who have been told his character from the beginning, and still you do not worship him? His anger swells with the swelling of your unrighteousness. His anger, however, is lenient. His passion is patient. His nostrils flare but his countenance is controlled. He knows your character does not change, and yet he still makes covenants with you. Not only have you broken the law, honomos, but you have broken the law written on your heart. Indeed, you are treasuring up for yourself wrath in the day of wrath and revelation of the righteous judgment of God. You may not be accountable for your father's deeds anymore, but you are accountable for your own deeds. Eventually, God's leniency will come to an end, and he will render to you according to those deeds. If you work with endurance for what is good, then glory and honor for you. You shall not decay. But if you obey unrighteousness instead of obeying the truth, woe to you, O Anthrope. That which you mistake for a soul that belongs to you is really the breath of God which he breathed into you. He ensouled you and he can constrict his creation according to his will. You are his formation, which he created from the dust of the ground. 
He does not care who you are, whether you are Jew or Greek. God does not have a preference for your face, O Anthrope. He is only concerned with your actions, and the revelation of those actions will be his. O Anthrope, you create systems, you have your customs, and you make your laws. You gather in your courtrooms and your churches an audience to hear the law, but you do not possess the wisdom to differentiate between your law and the law of God. Your conscience may be persistent, and your own thoughts may prosecute or defend you, but you are Greek, you are not the judge, for the hearer of the law is not just. God justifies the doer of the law. If only you could see the dust from the broken ruins of your Areopagus, your glorious Athenian courtroom, you would know, O Anthrope, that your courtrooms crumble. For only the law of the Lord is perfect. Honomos tu kiriu amomos. Whether you worship an unknown God, or you have heard these things straight from the mouth of God, the character of this God does not change. Your poets may speak of him, and Paul speaks of him to you. He is the God who made the world and everything in it. He is the Lord of heaven and earth. He does not dwell in temples made with hands, as though he needed anything. He gives to all life, breath, and all things. Whereas you, O Anthrope, call yourself after a city, a decaying construction of your own hands. Woe to you, because you will reap the terror and rage that comes out of that city. You think you have the form of knowledge and truth in the law, but really you form yourself after your idolatry. Your brow is bronze, and your neck is stiff from boasting. You are obstinate, and you are a hypocrite. O oh, Anthrope, God knows your secrets. It's time to start cutting off that hard, dry flesh from around your heart. It's time, because truly these times of ignorance God overlooked, but now commands all men everywhere to repent. Because he has appointed a day on which he will judge the world in righteousness by the man, whom he has ordained. He has given assurance of this to all by raising him from the dead. It's time, because you have been called, summoned. You will not escape the weight of this. Join me next week as we begin our discussion of Romans chapter 3.